Jones with Creative Style, uh, and you're listening to Master One Podcast. You're listening to a special episode of the Master of One Podcast, recorded live at Creative South 2017, brought to you in large part by our friends at Synergy Sign with a little love from outside world. I'm Andrew, your master of art and design. I'm Patrick, your master of television and film. And I'm Luke, your master of toys and games. So put on your insulated pants, because this seat's about to get hot. Spoken! jump into the hot seat, let me tell you a little bit about why we do this. Here at the M of One podcast, we strive to produce and promote great content that's entertaining, informative, and inspirational. It's our goal to cultivate a community of artists, designers, and creatives that work together to put amazing things into our world. If you want to be a part of this community, join us on Slack at mofonepodcast.com slash Slack. Now, on to the episode. We are back at Creative South 2017. This is the start of day two, if you can't tell by our voice. It feels like day eight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but we are sitting around our, our Camp M of One campsite, our campfire, and we are sitting down with Nikki Villa Gomez. Villa Gomez, right? Yep. Okay, I didn't know if the E was part of it or not, so I, okay. Um, and uh, she's going to talk to us a little bit about, it's fine, we're at this, like I said, it's the beginning of day two. There's a little bit of lag, but we're going to get the energy up here because we are talking about culture and typography. Everybody welcome Nikki to the show. Thank you. So, Nikki, tell everybody who you are and what you do and then what you're doing here at Creative South. Okay. Um, so, who am I? My name's Nikki. I am a graphic designer for an accounting firm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. So, my job is to manage the creative studio for the largest accounting firm in the Southeast, Dixon Hughes Goodman. Um, that's what I, my day job. And then what I'm doing here is I was asked to speak on the topic of how culture affects typography. So I spoke yesterday to an amazing crowd. Yeah, absolutely. I will say, I do feel a little bit, um, like I'm missing facial hair being here. There is a lot of facial hair at this there conference. There is a significant <laughs> amount of facial hair. Am I right? Hair. And, yeah. I, and ironically, no, it's right. mostly on all the women. Most of the men are clean shaven. <laughs> like I said, I need to work on my facial hair. <laughs> yeah, there are, and like... There is an enormous amount of beards. Yeah. I do have to clarify because some people actually like they, they groom and manicure and they're very intentional. I prefer to be clean shaven. This is literally how much I procrastinated. That's what <laughs> this is for me. It was like the playoffs. He like just didn't shave until we were yeah. were here yeah. and now yeah. that we made it, he can shave. So tell everybody what your talk was about. Um, give it like a little uh, okay. a, a little idea, a little peek into what you were talking about yesterday. So what I do on the side is I go to AIGA chapters. American mm -hmm. Institute of Graphic Arts has chapters all over the country. And they asked me to come and speak about how culture affects the typography in their city. City. So I ask local creatives to take pictures of the type, the signs in their city that is unique to their city and send them to me one month before my talk. And then I use those pictures to create a custom driven presenta presentation that's unique to their city. So the talk I gave yesterday was like an overarching talk of yeah. the 25 chapters I've been to that I've that's spoken awesome. at. 
That's awesome. So it was, it's fun. We got the opportunity to chat briefly uh, on our way to the bridge party. Yes. Uh, while we were still coherent and able to talk uh, normal <laughs> That's why sentences. we don't remember it right we're now. We're way yeah. beyond that right now. <laughs> um, but you talked about even just the difference between, uh, so I'm from San Antonio. Yeah. And you talked about how you have been in San Antonio yep, and Austin, Austin. And just that one hour yep. thoroughfare makes all the difference all the in terms of culture. So what do you see just between, even just between the two of those cities um, that, that was like uh, major differences? So San Antonio, I went to first. It was one of the first talks I gave and it, um, it's a beautiful city, but there's not a lot of um, financial help from the city that sure. helps okay. with the, the revitalization. They have a beautiful river walk, but when I started walking a little bit outside of the main area, yeah. you see a lot more hand-painted signs that like I was telling you, my my neighbor's cat sitter's brother can paint you this auto yeah. sign for yep. you. Um, you know, and it's not anything professionally done. It's just somebody who knows how to size letters on sure. a space. Just old Doug's hand painted. Yeah, yeah. Yep. a lot of hand lettering. Um, not a lot of like big neon flashy signs. It's more salt of the earth right. type. Yeah, type yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. You go an hour to Austin and there are these really beautiful commissioned murals all over the place and they're all so big and there are so many of them and they're all very very well done yeah sure. um i can't it's um it's a abbreviation that area so uh so where they in austin where they have um all of the like all yeah. the main shops and everything yeah, i, I forget yeah, what it's I'm called i remember what it's called it's an abbreviation yeah. of four letters yeah um but that that whole area has a lot of the the murals the the art scene in Austin is vastly different than the art scene in yeah. San Antonio. San Antonio tends to be a little bit more historically driven, yeah. Yeah. Um, so a little bit more traditionalist, mm -hmm. and then obviously Austin's whole theme is keeping it weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they take it, you know, to the extreme. I want to sure. make sure I'm not missing anything, though. The idea is that your art plays into your local culture, or is just the idea to um, shine a light on the way it changes it? Right. Yeah. So my, my the whole idea behind my talk is just so people notice the signs in their city especially as big companies come in and take over so you know like a big a starbucks will come in sure. and it'll take the mom and pop shop coffee shop out of business um and when that goes out of business the sign goes away and everything gets redone so my my hope is that people still go to the local places yeah and, and keep it keep it alive yeah and so, notice the signs so what have you noticed you said you've been all over the country by this yes. point right so what what are some like keys you've noticed of like what factors you mentioned um, the amount of money that comes from the city? Yeah. Like what are some of the key factors that that change what it looks like from city to city? Money. Money is the biggest. <laughs> money yeah. plays the biggest part into it because like in Oklahoma, um, in Oklahoma City, there is a guy there that does, has a sign business. Yeah. But on the side, he'll go around town and revitalize the old signs and yeah. bring them back to life, like yeah. the neon signs. And yeah. a lot of them there on the like Route 66 signs. Oh, okay. And that's what he does kind of on the side. Yeah. And so if he wasn't there, these would go in ruins. They'd be done. And they would yeah. just, like he pulled a lot of them. He took me to this huge warehouse and he has all the signs there waiting for him to spend time to do. Wow. And they would have gone and he's pulled a lot of them out of the trash. Wow. Like he'll go on the weekend right. and he pulls them out of the trash. And there are these signs from like the 40s and 50s that are beautiful. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, if people like that aren't in the, the area, these mm -hmm. signs are just going to get thrown away. Gotcha. So there's a, there's a, um, 
there's a term, I believe it's called gentrification, when it's talking about kind of bringing um, a local area up to more like uh, commercialized or whatever. Is, is that, is there a specific term for that when it comes to um, either typography or signs or whatever? Or is that just kind of worked into that whole yeah. concept? Yeah, I don't know that there's a specific term for it in terms of typography. Yeah. Um, that, that I but know it's all of. part of that, it that is idea all part kind of, of it, commercializing yeah. the, lo the local yeah, area. Yeah, so. with the architecture, it all kind of goes in one. Have you been, so there's, in Austin, there is a, there is a, um, a vintage sign museum. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, you, if, if you've been to it or not, but they literally, uh, it's a guy who collects old signage. They're, they're big neon signs and all these things from all over the country. And uh, he, has, he has them in this art museum and it's um, by not by invitation only, but by like appointment, by appointment only. Yeah. Um, I'd love to go in there at some yeah, point. It seems like neat. it's like he's trying to preserve. Yeah. Um, and that's, that tends to be maybe a little bit more of an Austonian idea anyway of mm -hmm. trying to preserve mm -hmm. um, the thing that keeps them weird and the thing that keeps them different. And, There's and also one in Cincinnati, a museum, and it, as you walk in, it's the history of signs. And so it starts oh, from the great. oldest, and he's got examples, and it takes you all the way through. Um, in Las Vegas, they have a neon boneyard, yeah. is what it's called, and mm -hmm. it's all the, the old signs from Vegas. That's a, yeah, I've heard about up. that. Heard, mm -hmm. And it's like just a, almost like a, a junkyard that they yep. have all, all these different yep. things lined up. And they're and just kind of, they're just kind of sitting up against a wall and you stacked. just walk through. You have to have that's an appointment, you go through, make an appointment and they do a walking tour. That's yes. amazing. All right. So we're going to do something with you. Um, oh God. I've got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a game. It's fun. It's, okay. it's cool. <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, like surprises. No, no, so you need to um, <laughs> just so randomly pick one of these tokens. Okay. No matter which one. So okay. we're the master of one podcast, okay. so we're each the master of a category. You're going to become a master for the next few minutes. Okay. All right, so go ahead and flip your token over. Okay. What's it say? It says TV and film. Perfect. So you're the oh, master God. of TV and film for okay. the next couple minutes, which awesome. means you get to tell us anything about TV and film, some story or, or your favorite show or your favorite film, favorite actors favorite haircuts on actors like it doesn't matter just something related to tv and film that you want to share with us maybe a new show you're watching or a movie new movie that you saw that you're super excited the last about. movie you cried during like <laughs> any of that stuff um okay so there is a show that i have started watching religiously because it has taught me a lot about speaking and presenting and uh -huh. it's called shark tank have you guys yeah. seen oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> i've heard of this little mom and pop show yeah. <laughs> really come up and comer I, I never watch it when it comes out on like the main channel whatever whatever channel i guess nbc or whatever um but on cnbc they show the reruns monday uh -huh. through thursday night and they'll show like three or four episodes back to back yeah yep and I can't tell you how much watching that show has changed how I speak about projects at work, how I, when I'm presenting work. Because it's yeah. a pitch. It's a pitch. Yeah. And, and even if somebody comes out with a really great idea, if they don't own it and really are passionate about it, or if they're still like freelancing and kind of doing this on the side, they, the, like Mark Cuban's like, I'm out, I'm out. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it That's just really the way, way they, they talk about their, their, their passion project has taught me a lot about how to speak sure yeah have you seen uh is it dragon's den it's the that's British the one version? in england right yes, that it's exactly. pitched off of yeah it's the same idea same concept um dragon's den sounds a little bit more aggressive though yeah <laughs> if i'm being honest <laughs> yeah it's either dragon's den or dragon's lair but i think it's den okay i think it is Lair too. would even be worse yeah yeah that sounds a little more menacing yeah no that's a that's a cool way to look at it because yeah you have to well, you have to know what you're talking about. Yeah. You can't leave any, like, guess room. Like, right. you have to be very confident and direct and to the point. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, makes a great point. Um, What's your favorite project on there that you've seen? The favorite project? My yeah. favorite project? Like your that favorite I've seen? product or something that's come um, up? know that one has come to mind it's just it's I think what stands out to me the most on that show is um, the people that come out that are really passionate yeah you see it right away yeah yep. sure. and the ones that are looking for exposure or yep. looking just from the dollars yep. you see it literally within the first minute yeah um, and that really resonates with yeah. me absolutely yeah. um, and the other thing there was most recently these three girls came out trying to pitch a, a project and they kept starting a sentence by saying we're so young we're right out of school we're so yeah. young and and Mark Cuban said to them I don't it doesn't matter how old you are that has nothing yeah. to do with the quality of what you're pitching or yep. anything yeah um, they've had kids come out and, and yeah. pitch like with their yeah. dad yeah um, it doesn't matter if you're a girl if you're a guy if you're if you're 19, mm -hmm. if you're 42, whatever your age, mm -hmm. it just matters how passionate you are yeah. right. about the project. Right. And, and how prepared you are to talk about it. That's right. right. I mean, how much you're, you're into it. Who's your favorite shark? My favorite shark? Um, Mark Cuban, I think, okay. because I've, I, that's the third time I've mentioned his name. <laughs> it's okay. He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> we don't think. No, he's not. I'm I pretty sure. He's my favorite shark because he sees it right away. Yeah. He, you know, well, he sees it right away. Well, I think he right gives good advice even if he's, like, mm -hmm. out. He's like, hey, listen, you're doing this, you're doing this. I think you should do this, but I'm out. Yeah, or, well, I think there's a level of compassion in what he says. Yeah. Even when he's like, you're an idiot. Right. There's not as much of a shtick. I feel like there's a couple, of, you know. Mr. Wonderful's all about the dollars, and mm -hmm. I know they're all about the dollars, right. but he's so much about that that it's kind of a turnoff. Yeah, um, sure. Lori's all about QVC. I get that also. Yeah. But but Mark, I feel like. Looking out for number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's right. Yeah. But he, I just, I like his comments. Mm -hmm. But it's really taught me a lot. I yeah. like that show. Yeah. Absolutely. As I, master I of TV and film, everybody. She did it. Thank you. Know. Great. So tell everybody where they can find you, how they can follow you, they can support what you're doing. So Twitter is Nikki, N-I-K-K-I underscore V-Z, which okay. is also Instagram. Okay. And okay. then my blog is NikkiVillagomez.wordpress.com. Cool. Okay. And that's where I blog about how culture affects typography. Awesome. So this awesome. is so that, that this is where they can go to see more of your, your musings about this idea. And yep. Everything. And awesome. I have a book that's for sale, too. Great. Um, they, there's a link on my blog about that. You can get it at Amazon or Barnes. So what's the name of that book? How Culture Affects Typography. Helpful. Okay. Well. That actually makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could have guessed that one. Yeah. I love how you just front doored it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time to chat with Thanks us. Thanks for having and, me. That was fun, guys. Uh, man, Good. Just a blast. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that's it for this Hot Seat episode. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check back Tuesdays and Fridays for our regularly scheduled episodes. And while you're at it, pick up one of the Master of One podcast artist coloring books. They're going fast. Go online to mofonepodcast.com to pick up yours today. But for now, we're out of here. I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm Luke. Peace out. Bye. Hold on to your butts. <laughs>